0: All right, is this working, is this gonna work? (laughs) Every time I go live on Instagram, something doesn't work. Let's hope this one does. Welcome in y'all. We're doing this on Instagram live. I'm gonna repost this on my channels as an actual live stream, part of the live stream feed. Um, Because I don't have internet connection because I'm in my car (laughs) and it's raining. If you can hear that, hopefully you can hear me. Over it. Um, welcome in, welcome in. Jonathan Corey, jonathancorey.com, libertylinks.io slash Jonathan Corey. Follow, subscribe, rate, review, do all the things. All the things. Share this, share my profile, my website, my podcast, my social media with your friends, your enemies, your loved ones, those you want to punish. Uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Um, we'll get into in a minute why I'm in my car why we're streaming on Instagram live why we're in my car why there's limitations on my internet and uh, hopefully my phone doesn't fall because I'm kind of propping this up on my computer (laughs) going to do a little bit of reading as I go so sorry Um, well thought out thoughts but I'm going to have to read some of it just to make sure I really cover everything don't forget stuff because I do want to cover everything and make sure I don't skip over stuff but uh, yeah, my last stream on my feed a few months back, I said we were going to go through the Bible verse by verse, but um, we're going to put that on pause. We're going to put that on pause, and we're going to get into that next year, because um, I want to talk about some books that I'm reading, some interesting uh, books that I've been reading. I want to kind of do some book reviews on that for y'all in some stream form, and yeah, um, Just kind of get into some other important topics that I think we need to cover before I start just diving into the Bible. When I dive in, I want to get everything prepped and ready so that when we dive in, it's go time. And uh, we're not going to go verse by verse necessarily. At some points we will, for sure. But uh, I'm going to cover most of the stuff, most of the stories, the important things, um, lessons, things to learn, you know when we start, when I start this, I want to start with Genesis and then um, just go. Just not stop. So before then, I really want to like cover some themes and topics that I think are important leading up to that. Also just some book reviews that I want to do. Some uh, topics I want to cover just before that. So that when we start Genesis, we're starting. We're rocking, we're rolling. Nothing's getting us off the train tracks. You know what I mean? And uh, we're going to hit Genesis. Kind of verse-by-verse, maybe maybe entirely verse-by-verse. We'll see how that goes. But uh, then we're going to just kind of cover the Old Testament like in sections and segments. Um, We're going to kind of cover the whole thing, but not (laughs) verse-by-verse because that would take years. Um, But we're going to kind of just cover the Old Testament in my own way, in my own timing. You know, verse-by-verse at times, skimming at times, skipping over some things at times i um, paraphrasing along the way, you know, but we'll kind of cover it all. We'll kind of cover all of what I think is the important stuff and uh, share my thoughts about it all along the way. But then when we get to the New Testament, I do actually want to take that like verse by verse. So when we finally get pushed through it, <laughs> it might take a year, it might take years, but when we get to the New Testament, I'm reading that verse by verse. We're covering the whole thing uh, very thoroughly. So stay tuned. Don't hate me. <laughs> For all the misleading information and false claims I've made recently about getting into this soon, um, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Um, there's obviously been a change of scenery here. You can see. <laughs> if you can see, I am uh, in my car. I'm in my truck. I always say car, but it's a truck. And um, it's been a wild ride this last year, highs, lows, trials, triumphs. Um, Things got a little bit out of control at times. My life started breaking down a little bit. And so I just kind of needed to hit the reset button and get back to what matters most and strip myself down to just the basics, the bare minimum. And um, so I've gone homeless again. (laughs) Homeless Sean is at it again. If you know me, or if you followed my channel before, um, you know that I've done this before. I've spent three-ish, three and a half months homeless on purpose. Um, when I first moved to Nashville, right at the end of 2019, going into 2020, I was homeless, and you know I covered it on my first 10 streams, 10 or so, maybe the first nine streams. Um, I'm for, I'm forgetting exactly the numbers, but yeah, about the first 10, maybe. 12 streams. I was homeless, and I kind of talked about it. I covered that why I was doing it. So um, wherever you're watching or listening to this now, you can probably go back and see that or listen to that. Maybe not on Instagram, but on my like live stream channel feed. Um, yeah, and we're back at it. <laughs> that being said, we're back at it. we're homeless again. Um, but this time, I'm not in like a tiny little Honda Fit like I was last time. I upgraded a little bit. I have a Toyota Tacoma, so a little more spacious, a little more uh, storage capacity, and you know a little bit more comfortable, but at the same time, just by default, still more humbling, right? More humbling, more motivating. And I'm going to kind of cover this a little bit more in a few minutes, but I wanted to get into something more important now, kind of the point of this uh, stream this Instagram live, this podcast, whatever it is, however you're consuming this, Um, and that is confession. And I said on my last stream, my last stream I did a few months ago, sorry again for just dipping out on (laughs) y'all, for just peacing and not saying anything. Um, It's been a few months, but yeah, I said on my last stream a few months back that confession has become an active, a more active and more important part of my life. And that being held accountable by my brothers in Christ has really helped me in my faith walk lately But um, you know, I also didn't share publicly on stream what I had been dealing with and slipping up on And I kind of mentioned that I wasn't going to do that then on that stream But I've come to realize that I should be doing that <laughs> Right? I should be doing that right here right now obviously yep. which is why we're doing it and I don't think everyone should do this. Um, you right now, like listening or watching to this, watching to this, watching this, you probably shouldn't actually just go around publicly confessing to the world, but guys like me, like people who put themselves out there, who put their lives out there like publicly like this, who give advice, you know, share insights, um, fellowship publicly with others, you know, who have like hundreds, I have hundreds, but people have like thousands of listeners, people who lead churches, people who like are in leadership positions, they should be confessing, you know? Um, They should be sharing where they're slipping up and where they're falling short and asking to be held accountable, right? So we're doing that. So again, you know, I put myself, I put my life out there for y'all. I shouldn't make excuses and shy away from being totally honest with you about what's going on with me and my life, right? And you tune in to hear me out every episode you know and because of that role that I've assumed kind of being a guy who gives advice and shares thoughts and people do see me as like influential in their lives or see me as like a motivating person in their lives um, there needs to be some kind of public accountability right for that so yeah I don't think I can hide what I'm struggling with and then still just get on here (laughs) and give you guys advice or expect you to trust me or take me seriously if I'm not completely honest about myself and what's going on in my life and I have done this a bit in the past I've done this a few times on previous streams and whatnot but this time I want to be just totally open totally transparent and hopefully some good will uh, come out of this for y'all in some way or another at some point in time But uh, yeah, I'm gonna read this. So again, this is meaningful and heartfelt and well thought out, but I am gonna read it, so sorry. I guess I'll riff along the way, but I did just wanna read this so that I cover it all and don't miss out and regret not saying some stuff. But right around the year 2020, so again, end of 2019, beginning of 2020, before the world (laughs) shut down because people got the cough. I moved to Nashville from California and began to find Christian community and fellowship with other believers, people who could disciple me and run alongside me in the spiritual marathon. There were plenty of mistakes made along the way, (laughs) for sure. It uh, was a trial and error process, but God kept teaching me lessons and pushing me away from the life that I used to live, towards one that instead brings Him glory. I don't regret it at all, but I also sort of foolishly decided to document that entire process and my whole journey very publicly, uh, recording it and publishing it all on the internet for just everyone and anyone to see now and forever, (laughs) you know? Not just in the moment on a live stream, but like publicly accessible and at this point it's on so many places and out there at so many places, there's no going back, you know? And it was foolish and detrimental, right, to my physical life at times, but again, also turned into so many blessings and helped me grow spiritually, and apparently it helped others out there grow as well. Um, Maybe even you listening right now. I've had a lot of people compliment me and thank me for stuff I've said, you know. And so again, it's kind of something I regret, but also something I'm very glad that I did, and there's no (laughs) takesy-backsies. (laughs) And we're on our journey for a reason. We meet the right people at the right times for a reason, right? So, yeah. Um, But just in general, you know, our sanctification processes are messy. They are messy. They're embarrassing at times. And I chose to publicly display mine. (laughs) I, uh, you know, boldly share incorrect thoughts and unwise words, weak words at times on uh, blogs and social media And that honesty and boldness encouraged or motivated some of you out there, right? Again, hopefully helped you live, lived your lives better. And, um, I've, you know, according to what you've, some of you have told me, I've even led to conversions, right? I don't know if that's real. I don't know if that's led to salvation, but according to you, you know, some of the stuff, some of the stuff you've heard me say or seen me do on stream or on social media has helped to your conversion. And for that, like all praise be to God, like that's amazing. Again, like there's, at times where I really regret doing this <laughs> and want to end it and cut it and delete everything and you know just get on with my actual real life. Um, and then there's times when people do seem to be become better people and or apparently might be saved because of what I've done or said, you know. So that kind of keeps keeps me going. <laughs> Passing through those times I want to give up and delete this all right and you know just in this whole sanctification process I've been on I did end up um, you know doing it publicly I ended up becoming more holy along the way which is obviously a good thing praise be to God I shared what I had learned and improved upon along the way and I tried to help others become more holy as well you know in my own ways But for the last year or so from early on in uh, 2022 until right now, the middle of summer 2023, my life got really busy and complicated. I gave into a lot of spiritual attacks from the enemy and often fell short, right? I tried to hide some of it out of embarrassment and some I just tried to handle and figure out on my own privately. You know, if I could just fix the mess before it gets out It doesn't need to get out, kind of mindset. And it was just a mix of, you know, hiding my faults and failures and just simply being stubborn and hard headed about figuring things out on my own before any damage was caused, right? Or uh, any exposure occurred. But just like the sun and the moon, the truth can only stay hidden for so long, right? It's gonna gotta come out. It's gonna come out somehow in some way eventually. And, you know, my sins weren't terrible. (laughs) it wasn't that crazy you know like it didn't really hurt anyone else other than myself and maybe you know led to some some missed profits from uh, big box corporation stores Um, you know at least I pray that's the case I hope that's the case to my knowledge that's the case but regardless I was still living a lie and portraying myself as someone who had things figured out who wasn't making mistakes who didn't need any outside help or accountability right i like I got I got this guys trust me I got it under control this is how I was kind of portraying myself and I was starting to even play the role of mentor and discipler to other people to younger men or to even men older than me at times when what I really needed was to still be mentored and still be discipled by other people and as you might know those of you who have followed my streams for a while who've been with me for a while. I had a girlfriend from fall 2020, 2020, so kind of in the height of the pandemic stuff. I had a girlfriend from the fall of 2020 until spring of 2022. That was about a year and a half total. And I truly thought that she was the one at the time. And she is a great person, truly. She's a great person, she's awesome. And this isn't about her at all. I am also not blaming her in any way for any of this. Don't misconstrue that. This is 100% on me, for real. Not saying that. <laughs> this is truly on me. But I did just need to bring this up and talk about it because it was a significant part of my life and my journey and I talked about it on stream and it caused a major major shift in me that wasn't good for anyone, including her. Right. And because of this relationship, I had just begun to focus all my life improvement efforts and the entirety of my sanctification process on becoming a truly good, or great, I guess, husband and father. So I kind of stopped, as an individual, becoming more holy and started worrying about becoming more of a good Christian husband, a Christian father. Like, what am I supposed to do now that I'm gonna become a husband and a father? How do I lead her? How do I lead potential children I might have in a year or two, you know? Instead of, oh, I still have things I need to work on, (laughs) right? I tried to correct and lead her when I still needed to be corrected and led myself, right? And I didn't really have just being a righteously masculine Christian man down yet fully going into that relationship. And so... Just kind of by default, you know, true progress slowed or even stopped as a result. And, I mean, basically, just put it simply, I tried to skip and cheat code my way through the process, you know. And God did not put up with that. (laughs) God does not put up with that. So I had to learn that lesson the hard way, you know. And, uh, you know, just after our breakup, we broke up. It wasn't working out. We just weren't the right ones for each other. After the breakup, I uh, started just lying to myself, thinking I had things figured out when I didn't. I didn't go back to where I was as an individual before the relationship began to pick up where I left off. I just told myself that I had things figured out and tried to improve my physical life. But I was all good spiritually, you know, and it was just like, okay, I'll just work on this physical stuff, right, this earthly stuff. My life, not my soul. And I, you know, just started putting my energy towards finding someone else to be with instead of becoming more righteously masculine myself. And it led me into various sins that I would, you know, choose to conceal for a while or even just deny it existed for a while. I gave into porn and masturbation a couple times throughout the year, this last year or so, um, since the breakup. Something that, you know, I had successfully quit and seemingly had overcome for well over two years before that. It was kind of a bummer. It's kind of a bummer and a weak moment. And I've talked about that on stream before. But what I also did is I began to lie to people that I care about. Nothing really major, just little white lies here and there. And so I excused those away. You know, it's not a big deal. It's not hurting anyone, right? But the size or importance of those lies does not matter. It didn't matter. I was still deceiving others and not guarding my tongue or my thoughts well. I also cut some corners at work a few times, didn't push back at times when, you know, asked by others to do what I knew to be the wrong thing, and I've been working on that, but again, it happened, it was mistakes I made, and weak moments, you know, can't be excused or forgotten, can be forgiven, but can't be forgotten, right? I also one time uh, stole something from a grocery store on accident, like accidentally on accident, but, you know, I accidentally stole something as I'm walking to my car in the parking lot. I realized I did it and right then and there, I should have just turned around and admitted what I did and paid for it, right? And instead, I just got that little sneaky voice in my head that said, ooh, you got away with something this time. And um, then that sneaky voice just kind of stayed and lingered. And then it became every time you're checking out, might as well just steal something. Might as well save a little bit of money. These are big corporations. They're not gonna. They're not gonna feel it, right? They're not even gonna know. Might as well just steal something here, or there, you know. And um, again, that just sparked this really nasty thought in my mind constantly. Every time I went to check out, that you know I could get away with this. And so I did. I did it pretty regularly for a while, you know. I ended up stealing hundreds of dollars, um, you know, just a little bit here and there every time I went from grocery stores last fall and a little bit in the winter. And then only again after I confessed to my men around me, my brothers in Christ, who, um, you know, picked me up, gave me advice, started keeping me in check, keeping it real with me, and holding me accountable from that point forward. You know, I have since then not. (laughs) I have since then paid for my groceries, paid for my stuff, right? Um, Taking steps to kind of take the temptation away from me, but then also just building up, like being encouraged and being like held accountable and having to be honest to my brothers when they ask me, like, Have you bu- did you buy your crap this week? <laughs> did you buy your crap this week? And being able to look them in the face confidently and say, yes, yes, I did, right? Being held accountable was so crucial in ending that sin, ending that little habit I was, bra- I was building up, you know, justifying away. But then I also just, you know, over the course of this last year, became jealous of my friends and brothers in Christ who were just doing well and crushing in life. I uh, also became prideful in many ways. I mean, that's a constant battle with most people. But I kind of let it get out of check a little bit, just uh, seeing myself as better than other people, and you know, seeing as someone who deserved rewards that I didn't actually truly earn, and. You know, wanting blessings that I don't deserve or didn't deserve. And I just became jealous and grumpy that others who were farther back in their faith journeys or who had, you know, a quote-unquote weaker faith than I did were doing so well, it seemed, right? (laughs) They're having so much fun and doing so well and being so blessed. And it just seemed like I wasn't. It seemed like I was dealing with battles and struggles and all these temptations and, you know... Again, it just made me jealous, it made me grumpy, it made me upset with my situation, which led me to give up and give in, becoming more slothful and lazy over time, you know, instead of actively seeking to earn stuff, I just kind of pouted, <laughs> complained, and stopped working hard, right? Choosing to, you know, at times overeat to feel good instead of actually feeling good by doing right and being right. And I've been going to the gym a lot, I've been working out a lot, but I still just kind of like eat, 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 eat too much. I eat to feel full, to feel good, to feel content, right? And I got a little out of control this last year. And all of this was just, you know, a slow creep. It was a mistake here, a lapse in judgment there, an excuse here, a shortcut there, you know. But over time, those sins, regardless of how small or how harmless they may be to others, They will start adding up and they will start hurting you. And as a result, they eventually will start hurting others because they're hurting you. Those in your sphere of influence will be misled by you if this stuff starts adding up and piling up, right? And plaguing your heart and your soul. I, again, during this whole time was mostly in denial, but also ashamed and actively hiding my sins from my brothers in Christ, confessing and repenting before God privately in prayer, but not doing anything about it just keep on going about my day (laughs) living a secret life right just giving back in and going on with my foolish behaviors unchecked by those in my life who turned out to be more than happy and more than eager to help me right folks who were understanding and loving honest and helpful it was just silly of me to hide this from them to think that they wouldn't help to think that they would judge me To think they wouldn't like me anymore right And so I finally began to see the need to confess before my brothers earlier this year and have them hold me accountable for the stealing, the porn, the pride, the jealousy, the gluttony, the laziness, the sloth, the lies and deceptions, right? But now, obviously, obviously, right now, It is finally time for me to confess to all y'all before I make any more content where you might be led to falsely believe that I have things figured out, right? Um, Or that I'm, you know, just some kind of holier than thou guy that looks down on you upon his high horse, right? I am just a sinner. I am a sinner. And like you and like all other sinners out there, we and I must confess and repent for what we have done without exception. And take it before Christ, take it before His church, in order to be set free and move past who we were and what we have done, right? But again, you, specifically you out there, probably shouldn't do this publicly, as I'm doing right now. It's just guys like me, people like me, put ourselves out there. And in, in my opinion, I've come to see that it's it's my opinion I've also been led to believe this to be true, that we need to be honest and open about this and confess our sins publicly. If we're going to put our public lives out there and publicly give advice, we need to also be willing to like share and be held accountable, you know, and be honest and vulnerable, right? And humble before others as well. And if you don't have one already, if you don't um, have a group already that can help you with this in your personal life, Um, seek out a band of brothers or sisters, fellow believers, generally close to your age and close to you in life, like in your, in your church, preferably, or in your local community. Um, and if you can't do that, if that's impossible, if you've tried and you tried and you're living in a small town or something, or you're just not fitting in, you can definitely find online friends that can do this as well. You know, there are online groups. I've been in a few that have been great it's not ideal but it can work you definitely preferred to be those in your church or in your community but whatever it is just get a band of brothers get a band of sisters and just start getting real with them right confess your sins before them and ask them to keep you accountable going forward ask them for privacy if you need it and ask them for honesty and for their best advice even if it hurts you know Good advice hurts. No one wants good advice. We're gonna talk about that on an upcoming stream, but nobody wants to hear good advice. It hurts, but it's what we need. It's how we grow. It's how we get better, right? And then return the favor for them, right? And be there for them when they need to confess, when they need encouragement and support, or uh, when they need accountability, or just, in general, need friendship. Like, we need friends, we need hope, we need love, we need to hug each other. We need to be there for each other, spiritually and emotionally, you know, and find that and be that for others, right? Find that in others and be that for others. What's going on in the chat? Maxed out bear. Got getting some waves. Thank you guys for tuning in here on Instagram live. Nara, Nara McBear. Sorry. Sorry if I'm getting this wrong. Nara or Nara McBear joined and says, you're a human. Shocker. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I am a human. I am a sinner. The difference is I put my life out here and for a year I've kind of concealed or just been in denial that I have things figured out. Let me tell you about the Bible. Let me tell you about a relationship with Christ. Let me tell you that you should get your life together, you know, and be obedient to God, love God and and be obedient to Him while I'm not, you know. So it's time to correct that. It's time to rectify the situation, right? And then back to the other situation, the homeless situation, the living in my car situation. There's my pillows. (laughs) I got a cooler down there. You know, I got everything I need, right? In this truck. It's back to the homeless situation. Because of all this, because of all this, I just kind of explained and told, just life spiraling spiritually out of control along with just physically being stupid, just being lazy, being bad about spending habits, becoming just slowly more and more comfortable and complacent in my apartment that I was living in, I realized this last spring, a few months back, that I just needed to strip my physical life back down to the basics, all right? Take things back to just the bare minimum, get focused on not only getting my finances and physical fitness in order, you know, eating habits in order, but um, just focus my time and my energy on loving God and loving his people more, right? How do I cut all this excess time I'm wasting and just focus it in the right direction doing the right things? And I had some idols that needed to be broken some habits that needed to be shaken and Some business that needed to get done, right? The business that Jesus is about saving souls talked about that on previous streams, but It's time to get down to the business of saving souls and stop wasting mine away. For those of you out there um, who follow Jesus, it surely will cost you something, (laughs) right? Following Jesus will cost you something. But also just remember that not following Jesus will cost you everything. So you can follow Jesus and the cost is great you cannot follow Jesus and the cost is eternally terrible and we always need to be willing to make sacrifices in order to bring the one that matters glory, right? Sometimes it's not about us. It's about something bigger and greater than ourselves and whatever is holding us back from walking with Jesus and becoming more like him must be, be willing to give up. We must be willing to give that up, right? We must be willing to break our idols if need be that you that which you can't give up controls you you know that which you think you can live you can't live without is something that's going to make you not live (laughs) forever Um, like the rich young ruler who approached jesus and asked what he needed to do to inherit eternal life um we have to be willing to give give up what what is needed to follow him like the rich young ruler, Jesus, you know, in him recognized his obedience and his belief, but also called out what he wasn't willing to give up. You know, the sacrifices this guy wasn't willing to make. He could obey the law, he could do everything right, you know, on a, on a, on a physical, earthly sense. He obeyed the law, his heart was kind of in the right place, he had faith, but at the end of the day, he was not willing to make certain sacrifices. He couldn't let go of his earthly possessions, his comforts, his reputation, his status, his safety, right? And he chose not to walk with Jesus, but instead walk away from him. He, Jesus said, walk with me and give up your stuff. It's holding you back from walking with me. And this guy chose instead to keep his stuff and walk away from Jesus. And 2,000 years later, that guy has no money. He has no youth, and he isn't ruling anything. The rich young ruler ended up being broke, (laughs) old, and dead, Not, not not in power over anyone, just dead in the ground, living as worm food, existing as worm food, I guess. And he lost everything. He lost everything so that he could temporarily have an illusion of owning valuable stuff and being important to others. But none of this was ever really his. You know, all this stuff that he had was God's all along the status, the power, the reputation, the possessions, the comforts, right? And this guy's desire to be in control of all of it, of everything in his life, kept him from actual relationship and spiritual reunion with his creator. And so I don't want to be like the rich young ruler. I don't have as much to give away. Like my life, you know, a guy who is is rich and young and ruling over people has much more to give away than I do. But still, I don't want to be even close to him. I don't want to be in the same ballpark as him. I want to be willing to give away anything and everything that is asked of me in order to walk with Jesus and not walk away from him because I can't shed something or give something up, right? I want to love Jesus more. I want to love what he loves more. And my recent lifestyle in the last year, couple years, you know, my desire for ease and comfort, my longing for what others have, and my unconfessed sins were preventing me from doing that. So this summer, last couple months now, month and a half now, and then probably for the next three months or so, I uh, let go and I'm letting go of my wants right? Excuse me. And stripping myself down to just only what I need. And I don't need a big comfortable comfortable bed. I don't need a multi-room apartment with high-speed internet and a spacious kitchen and a big fridge, you know, and storage space all over for all my excess possessions, <laughs> my physical things, right? All I really need is just, you know, basic protection from the elements enough room to store clothes and hygiene stuff. You know, I need transportation to and from work, to and from church, to and from like fellowship moments, Bible study groups, whatnot. Um, Just need water and food, right? That's really it, warmth, water, and food pretty much. And um, you know, if my sleeping at night's a little bit more uncomfortable or taking a shower requires a little more time or going somewhere like to a gym or a shower that's at my work or doing laundry, you know, requires trading in cash for quarters, going to a laundromat. Um, those are like simple sacrifices I'm willing to make, like without question at this point in time in order to follow Jesus and to become more like him. And this isn't a recommendation for you guys. Again, this isn't recommendations. I don't think you should necessarily model yourself after me. Uh, with the confession part or with the homeless the homeless part, right? I'm not telling you to go homeless. It's worked for me. It's been awesome. It's been liberating in a lot of ways It's been a big money saver It's helping me get my life on track But spiritually it's helping strip me down to just the basics and humbling myself, right? And so this is good for me. This is my what's going on in my life. I want to share it but um, Again, it's not a recommendation for you just sharing my own journey, my own struggles, solutions and thoughts here with y'all. That's why you tune in. that's why you listen to me or watch me. Um, I do though recommend that you confess your sins um, before God and to again like a band of brothers or a band of sisters around you at least. repent for them, seek to love and serve the God. serve the Lord your God, of course, with all your heart, soul might and strength. And be willing to sacrifice whatever is holding you back from doing all that, right? Love God and love his people and don't let anything get in the way of that. And if you can't let go, you should ask why. You should ask, is this my idol? This thing I can't let go. This thing that is preventing me from loving God more and loving his people more. Something I'm not willing to sacrifice. Something I'm not willing to let go of. Throw in the trash. Run, you know, turn your back on the people, the things, you know, whatever those may be, um, yeah. just ask yourself, is this an idol of mine? Does it need to be broken? Smash them, smash the false idols, remove people and things standing in your way of loving God. And don't be like the rich young ruler who walked away from Jesus. Be the eternally saved soul who chooses to walk towards Him at all times. He is always there, He's always waiting for you with open arms, no matter what you've done, where you've been, who you were, um, He will make you new. He will transform you into a new creation and set you on the correct path, right? Even if like me, you get stubborn and sit down and throw a pity party at set times and get jealous of how quickly other people are running their marathon, you know, or get, get exhausted or tired or don't like the, the obstacle standing in your way so you kind of give up at times, In the end, He will set your path straight, straight and true towards the finish line, the correct finish line that is eternity and eternal salvation with Him, with your Creator in bliss forever, right? And so yeah, there's going to be hardships along the way, there's going to be trials along the way. You're going to want to sit down and pout and (laughs) slow your pace down and, you know, there's probably going to be times where you're going to want to turn around and go back to who you were, but. Truly putting your heart, faith, trust, love in Jesus will get you on the right path, running the right marathon, towards the correct destination, that is eternal life. And He's always there waiting for you, ready to help you, ready to guide you, ready to teach you, instruct you, rebuke you if you need it, Um, and He's just waiting for you there to welcome you into his, His eternal kingdom. So, um, yeah, if there's no more chat questions, thank you guys. Thanks for all the waves for showing up. RG, pargy, what's going on? Arjun, hope all is well, brother. Haven't seen you or talked to you in a while, man. It'll be good to catch up sometime. But all y'all out there watching this or listening to this at a later date, um, keep those pretty little eyes of yours focused on eternity. (laughs) Be willing to make the sacrifices needed to follow Jesus and become more like him today. What's going on, two-acre ND bear? Have a good one. Rewatch the stream if you can. Again, make the sacrifices needed to follow Jesus and become more like him today, now, and forevermore going forward. This again is a this faith journey is a marathon. It's not a sprint, it's not a crawl. Just remember to keep running the race, keep running towards that finish line. Know that the rewards waiting for you there are so far beyond your comprehension in such a great way. Um, It is worth it. It is truly worth it in the end. Try to keep faith, loyalty, and hope in your mind and in your heart as you go. I will be back to more normal streaming times sometime soon. (laughs) I will at some point go back to living in an apartment or in a house. This is kind of a temporary thing I'm on, almost hitting a reset button on my life. Um, breaking old habits you know but eventually I'll get back to living in a more modest humble living situation and when that happens I'll get to more normal actual streams but uh, in the meantime check out the social media pages and stuff and my web pages I'm gonna be doing some good news for my dudes like mini streams little devotional reading streams and just mini little live streams and stuff along the way But the mainstream channel and mainstream things will have to come back uh, when I have a more reliable internet situation at some point. (laughs) Whenever it happens. Not really in a rush to make it happen, so it could be a while. LibertyLinks.io slash Corey for all the links to all my things. SeanathanCorey.com also has links, also has some extra stuff. At Corey on all the social media things. Until next time, I love y'all. I love all of y'all. There's nothing, nothing you can do about that. I will keep loving you no matter what, whoever you are, wherever you are, because that is what Christ does, and I am trying to imitate Christ. Follow me as I follow Christ. Imitate me as I imitate Christ, says Paul. Have a good one. I love you guys. Take care. I'll catch you next time soon. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to me, hearing me out, and I love you again.